Utah, listen up. This is in your water. Lead, arsenic, fluoride, petroleum, nitrates, chlorine, aluminum, chromium-6. These are all toxins that are commonly found in tap water coming from local treatment plants. And you're drinking and bathing in these. But there is a solution to fix this problem. It's a company called Enaviv. It's an independent water research and consulting firm. I had Enaviv come out. They tested my water. They found things in my water that I didn't appreciate not knowing about. Oh, surprise, surprise. We don't know everything that's in our water. Hmm. I'm so thankful that they came out. They completely switched out my water system. And now I'm drinking purified, clean, tasty water. Check out my friends at Enaviv.com. That's E-N-E-V-I-V-E.com. Or call 801-993-0080. If you mention my name, Becca Hayes, they will give you half off a chemical remover. Chemical free is the way to be. How are you doing? Just ruined it. <laughs> you just <laughs> couldn't help yourself. Ruined. You just couldn't help yourself, could you? No. You just had no. to do it. You're couldn't very wait. attractive. You couldn't, couldn't wait, wait till the music was over. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Becca Hayes Show. I'm your host, Becca Hayes. And Jacob Stansfield is joining us tonight. Hello. Good to have you back. Thanks Jacob. for having me. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> So this this podcast is just going to give you an update of the last couple of weeks of uh, our lives, basically, and what's gone down, who we've met, what we've experienced. A lot of cool things. No, your life. Say. Your life. I just work here. Yeah, you're just along for the ride. I get yeah. it. I get it. No. Well, real quick, though, I want, I want to start following Jen Drummond's journey. Um, for those of you guys that don't know who Jen Drummond is, she was on... A few episodes prior to this, she's going to be the first woman to climb the seven second summits mm-hmm. in the entire world. So mm-hmm. she just recently left for Mount Everest. Yeah, left today. Yeah. It's intense. You know, right? That one's not even on her list. She's just like doing it as prep. Well, yeah. Well, that's obviously the tallest mountain in the world. Yeah. She's doing the second summits though, mm-hmm. which are more technical and more difficult. Yeah. But I think she's climbing Mount Everest for practice for K2. Yeah. It's like training <laughs> it's a for practice. K2. Yeah. Where 30% of the people die. Yeah. K2 is the most dangerous mountain in the world. Yeah. Isn't it? Right? I think so. I think it's I the hope most dangerous. So. And that, and K2 is in China, right? It's like the border of Pakistan and China, isn't it? I actually have no idea where K2 is. I, lo- I looked it up the other night. I'm pretty sure it's the border. I don't know the exact um, name of the town, but it's like the border of Pakistan and China. You might be talking about Everest. No, oh, was I? Am I talking That's about where Everest? Everest is Himalayas? Yeah. No, this is K two. I was looking up okay. K two. All right. That's K two. Yeah, because I was looking up because Blair. I was telling Blair about it. Look it up real quick. Okay. We got to know. Google, where is K two mountain? <laughs> yeah, you're right on. Oh, thank you. Pakistan and China. Okay. <laughs> Y'all heard it here. Is it part of the Himalayas? Uh, I'm not sure on that one. I didn't dig that deep. I mm. just saw that, and then I was like, all right, I'm out. It's good enough for me. Yeah, well so, done. 
I actually saw her a couple days before she left. And it was like kind of, it was a bittersweet because I'm, I got, I feel like we just became friends and she's already leaving me, you know, it's just like, wait a minute. I just found my people, my soul family, and you're leaving me now. And she's not going to be back until a month and a half, the end of May. It's brutal. And she's a mom of seven kids. Mm-hmm. And on her Instagram, did you see the one on her Instagram with all her kids talking and saying goodbye to her? Uh, I didn't listen to it. Oh I just, my yeah. gosh. I was like bawling oh, yeah. my eyes out. I'm like, oh, that's got to be so hard. Yeah. Um, I want to, we're going to keep in touch throughout her journey and throughout her, you know, climbing Mount Everest, climbing K2. So we're going to keep track of Jen, which you guys can all follow Jen as well. Just go to her social media. It's just Jen Drummond. I think the correct name is, let me pull it up. Bold brave beautiful life so follow her and then you click on her website and you can actually track she has one of those garments is it called garmin i have no idea it's one of those tracking devices you can actually send her text messages throughout her adventures so it's pretty cool so you can like talk to her hey keep it up jen don't miss that step jen Mm-hmm. <laughs> good luck don't break a leg but do you know what i mean yeah because yeah. we know way better say. than her what she needs to <laughs> <Yeah>. be doing <laughs> So yeah, you can follow Jed's journey there. Um, so we're excited. So yeah, I got to interview her a little bit before she left just to see how she was feeling, her thoughts, what was going on in her mind. And this is what she said. Jen, you're leaving for Mount Everest in just a few days. I, I am, at least I, Sunday. Oh my gosh. I've, I feel sick to my stomach <laughs> for some reason. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm sure you're fine, but... How are you feeling right now? I'm oh, an idiot. I'm really excited to get there. The teams have been there since the end of March. And I'm going late just because I wanted to be spend more time with my kids. And so I'm watching everybody there. And I'm like, I'm missing out. Everybody's doing all this cool stuff without me. So I'm excited to get there. However, my good friends that are there are saying, we're all jealous of you not here yet. Because <laughs> we're out of things to do. We don't have any more movies on our Netflix accounts. Oh and that's where we're at. Well, you're the live of the party, obviously. <laughs> yes. Right? Be perfect. So you're just anxious. You got FOMO right now. I do. Okay. I do. When I get there, I'm going to be like, yeah, there was nothing I was <laughs> You're like, well, that was fun. What are we going to do for the next, I don't know, month and a half? Right. So you, let, let me get this straight. So when you fly in, do you have to quarantine? Is that why this is like they, trips so long? They originally were having us quarantine. So um, when we, you have to take a negative COVID test to get there. Mm-hmm. And then now once you get off the airplane, they're having you take another COVID test that same day because they just had somebody that tested positive that wasn't allowed to go to the valley then oh my right? gosh because so you fly into Kathmandu mm-hmm. you quarantine for five days there mm-hmm. you take a COVID test and then you fly to Lukla to start the trek in well somebody got COVID between the time of landing and before flying to Lukla and so they couldn't go oh right so okay. their whole trip is off Sucks. and now that there's a widespread of COVID in Kathmandu Anybody who's flying in, they're trying to get tested and get out right away so they don't get exposed and then have a problem later. Wow. Yeah. So that changed in the last day. And health-wise, how how have you been feeling? I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I've been tapering, so I'm doing a lot less workouts right now just to store the energy for when I get there. And the advantage of going earlier allows me to be at that altitude for a longer period of time. okay. Because I can't mimic that high of an altitude in the tent. So it's good for me to be there. It gives me a better chance of success. What, what's your diet like? Um, 
a lot more carbs probably than what most people are used to. So, and then just eating as healthy as possible, right? Like you don't want inflammation in your body. So things that cause inflammation for you, you want to stay away from. Mm-hmm. So instead of peanut butter, I'll use almond butter. Okay. Right? So substituting. Yes. Yep. Okay. So. What are you going to eat when you're up there? Because doesn't everything like freeze? So what do you eat? Yeah. Um, you don't have a lot of fresh vegetables or fresh fruit, but you have rice, you have lentils, you have like vegetables that they can heat up. So mm-hmm. oatmeal, a lot of oatmeal. Okay. Things like that. They'll bring bananas in that they go pretty fast. They're like for a day or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm nervous. I'm, excited. So I'm, excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited. It's going to be fun. My kids are really excited. They're ready for me to go because okay. they feel like we've been talking about it. They're like, are you going to Everest well, already? <laughs> let's just get this over with yeah. basically. Right. So you're going to be gone for about like a month and a half, right? I should be back like the middle of May, like the twenties okay. somewhere in there. And then from when you get back, how much longer until you go to K2? Because K2 is next. Yeah, K2 is next. I should be back for a solid month. Okay. So. Before you go to K2. Yep. Which is the most dangerous mountain, right? Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yes, it is. It's it dangerous. Is. You make it so it's scary. Only been somebody by 18 women. Only wow. 18 women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 19 Depends. coming up. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope Mother Nature cooperates because that's really what keeps you from going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Jen, and we're going to continue to keep in touch and Morse code or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever we we'll need to do, burn some fires, we'll figure it out. So just, I'm excited to follow you on your journey. Thank you. Thank you. And where can people go again to follow you? Yep. So boldbravebeautiful.com. We'll have a tracker on the website, which the Garmin will connect yep. to. And then bold, brave, beautiful life on Instagram. We'll have images and things that we were able to download. Mm-hmm. And you guys can send her messages, right? They can send yes, her messages? Yes, 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 on the Garmin. I don't know how, but you can. You'll <laughs> so figure it out. You'll figure You'll it out. You'll have some time to figure it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jen. And we're going to see you um, hopefully in the next, what, a little over a month? Yeah. A month and a half. So excited. I like it. All right. She was in a hair salon, by the way. That's why you're listening to Carrie, Katy Perry in the background. I thought it was perfect. <laughs> Baby, you're a fine work. Mm-hmm. It was good. Actually. You remind me of that woman on Bridesmaids when she gets on the plane. Just like, I had a dream. The plane went down. <laughs> you were there. Oh, man, I'm so it. scared for you. <laughs> a lot of people die. I wasn't that bad. Well, I just, you know, I'm honest. I can't ever shut my mouth and it just comes out. I, I, I don't ever think about it before I say it, unfortunately. And there is some downside to that. You mm. witnessed it just now. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but I'm sure she's used to it. Yeah. She's I, got this. I'm like, I'm nervous for you. Hopefully you'll make it back. Hopefully yeah. I'll see you. Mm-hmm. Like, Becca, Try not to die. Yeah, you could have picked a different word choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. She'll be all right. But yeah, I'm excited for her. So yeah, she, I think just a couple more weeks and then she goes to K2. Yeah, it's intense. Do you know only two men have summited yeah. um, the seven second summits and no woman has ever before? And only no, two only men. Only two people? Only two men. Ever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So this is a big deal. Really big deal. Yeah. And she's starting with K2. So I mean, that's the hardest by far, I think. No, she's not. She's already She's already conquered one. Oh yeah, you're right. Or no, she's done two. She's done two. Everest is just. That's a training. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's conquered two of the seven already. 
She's getting ready to conquer Everest right now. And um, did you ever, did you see a picture with the, and I don't remember what this type of mask is called, but it's to help with her lungs. Acclimate. It's basically exercising her lungs, getting it ready for that. Right. Um, that climate. So she has to sleep with that mask on in that tent in oh, her nice. bedroom. Sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't feel, that's like a sleep app or the, the. The CPAP? CPAP. <laughs> I'm just here to fill in your words for you. <laughs> yeah. That's like the CPAP. Can you, oh gosh. I feel sorry for everybody that has to sleep with that. That's that's rough. And yeah. the and the spouse next to you. It was a whole different topic. That's <laughs> right. where my mind took me. Uh, so yeah, so that that's happening right now. So you guys will be updated on her journey. Um, hopefully I'll get to actually talk to Jen throughout her journey, which is be, would be awesome. Good luck, Jen. You're listening to the Becca Hayes show right now. Probably, I mean, it's her favorite show. Yep. Guaranteed <laughs> from the peak of Everest is where you'll be right? listening to right? this. Right, right, yeah. She'll tune in with the radio. Uh-huh. Um, well done. We knew you could do it. I knew you could do it. Becca had some doubts. No, I didn't. <laughs> Just not the right words. <laughs> All right. So another thing, a, a couple weeks ago, um, we decided to do a guided journey. As in we, Jacob and I. We did. We did. And Define guided journey. Uh, professional, licensed, everything was legal because we used plant medicine. Ah, that kind of journey. Yeah, that kind of journey. Do you forget? Now I remember. Sure. <laughs> Are you there? Hello. Oh, that journey. <laughs> yeah, so we decided to do a guided journey, which was very spiritual for whenever we do any like journeys, we go into it like spiritual. Yeah, yeah. We want some spiritualness out of it and guidance and I guess aha moments and mm-hmm. um, what's my life purpose type deal. Sure. Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I, it definitely gets you thinking for sure. Mm-hmm. What's some of your experiences? It's tough to sit well. <laughs> Just say it's, what you- so, it's so hard knowing what I can talk about and what I can't without it being weird. Yeah. I guess I've already talked about having done mushrooms mm-hmm. on here. Um, it was interesting how different this experience was from mm-hmm. that. This is like 20 different plant medicines. Yeah. So or, like, excuse me, 20 different plants. The guides, the shaman people, mm-hmm. basically make you your own formula as you're going into it. Yeah. Based on- Your intentions. Yeah, your intentions and them perceiving you and what you need. So it's very customized. My mushroom experience was basically the hero dose we've learned. <laughs> that was that was unpleasant, but interesting. I can't. But it was very oh. like you go very internal into your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Where this journey for me was a lot more bringing you into the present. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we were in a room with five participants and two guides, and uh, it was. Just interesting how social it was. Yeah. Um, it was like they were helping you work out your problems and vice versa. And then you would help them. It's like almost we would get inspiration and then we could talk. It was like we were a host. Yeah. Kind if that of. makes sense. But that even seems heavier than it was or felt to me in the moment. Because it was just mm-hmm. bouncing around having little conversations mm-hmm. with different people. Yeah. Um, but you'd get a lot more insight from it. Mm-hmm. And just you feel really connected to everyone instantly. Yeah. So that was really interesting. It's like you've known them forever and these people we just met that day. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. You seemed to have a much different experience. You were like, you were on the floor sobbing to everyone <laughs> you were talking to. 
Um, well, I mean, we can talk about our intentions. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, obviously, I've never liked talked about this on the podcast or really to anybody because I'm just, I think, figuring it out and starting to see things. And, um, but I feel like lately I've had very uh, vivid, almost lucid dreams of my past lives. Mm-hmm. I believe in past lives. There you go. Um, and let's note that I'm usually in these dreams also, but dying. <laughs> Jacob has been in my dream, but every time he's like died for me, <laughs> yeah. which isn't funny, but it's funny because you're alive. Okay. So it's all good. Uh, but yeah. For now. <laughs> no, I, I think you survived this lifetime yeah, yeah, for yeah. a while. At I got least. This. You live a long life. Uh, so I, because of that, that keeps happening to me and, it's starting to, it's getting to the point now where it's like during the day, all of a sudden my mind takes me back to a different time, like Renaissance, Egypt time, like where there was Egyptians, you know, practicing like pharaohs and Egypt stuff, Egypt stuff with all the sand, you know, so much sand, (laughs) so much sand. They're like pointy buildings. I can't imagine living back in those days. Can you, I hate sand on me. I can only imagine like living in the sand basically. But you pay a lot to sit on a beach. I I don't even like sitting on a beach, honestly. I have to have the blanket. The minute the sand gets on my blanket, I'm dusting it off. Uh, it really bugs me. I don't yeah. like it. I don't. I don't like getting sandy pants. Yeah, that's the worst. This is the worst. Sandy pants. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm having these like now during the day. It's almost like my mind will just flash back, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And it's like it's so real. It's and it's like I've experienced that, and so that's why I'm like. It just keeps confirming with me that I have lived past lives. And, you know, and I've talked to a couple psychics before and they've mentioned my past lives and it, it kind of goes hand in hand what, with what I'm seeing. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't tell them anything about my past life, but some of the things they would say, I was like, oh, I just, you know, thought of that or dreamt that, like some crazy stuff. Okay. So I've been really curious about my past life. So my intention going into this journey um, was I want to learn more about my past lives or, and my higher self, basically. Like, I want to really, like, get to know that side for some reason because I'm so curious. So I just, <laughs> and I'm not going to get into crazy detail because, I mean, everybody already thinks I'm crazy, which is fine. But I saw a lot of my soul family during that journey. What's a soul family? A soul family is... People that, souls, people that have been with you throughout your lifetimes. So it's like you guys keep... Like the other lifetimes? Yes. Okay. Like you're part of my soul family. I've, I've ex- You've been with me through a bunch of lifetimes. Yeah, I'm the guy who dies. <laughs> I'm like your assistant. No, just like, there's just a couple... I'm Wasn't not, I usually in slavery in these past lives also? Well... <laughs> And you just wanted to fool around with the slave boy. Okay. No, it was like either I was married to a king, you know, and you don't really like not married by choice. And then here comes the pale boy, you know. Pale boy? Can I change your bucket, please, miss? Or I don't know. I can't remember if you're a pale boy, but you're kind of like a lower, (laughs) you were lower than me. (laughs) And then I, yeah, yeah, I had pity on you because I have such a good heart. And so then we just gained this relationship. And next I know I'm in love with you. But every time, in my past lives it's like we progress and then we get caught and then the king wants to kill you this sounds like projection or the pharaoh or whatever lifetime i'm in (laughs) the 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 same story repeating (laughs) in different times 
<laughs> well, the latest one was the Renaissance. That's like my latest past life. Um, we, I was actually with child. <gasps> yeah, I know. But you not got, my child. No, it was yours. You got my child. You got me pregnant, and then Uh-oh. that's when because I started showing, and then the, I'm assuming I don't. It didn't really take this. I'm just putting p- like pieces together. I'm assuming the king was like, obviously cacked out of the bag because I got this big belly and like he can't produce kids. Why can't he? I don't know. I can't remember. It didn't take me that far. But you d- you drowned. The sounds like projection. <laughs> I was trying on a boat. And you sacrifice your life for me because I think they wanted to kill me. But you're like, no, if you save the baby and you, then, you know. Our legacy will live on. Yeah, basically. What so, if? You, you you saved me a lot of a lot of times. What if that's like my great-great-grandpa mm. and you gave birth to my great-great-grandpa with my seed? What? <laughs> I'm not ready back. for this. I'm not ready. Oh, my God. No, no. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so I just really tapped into my past lives during this journey and it was very emotional for me because there's been things that I've wandered my whole life, like this lifetime, that just all of a sudden makes sense now. Such as? <laughs> I can't. There's some things I can't talk about because it's going to hurt other people's feelings. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they listen to this too. <laughs> Who's they? I'm not that. Quit fishing. No, that's what I do. I'm bringing out the real juice on the Becca Hayes show. I really am sane, okay? Uncensored. I, I, I really am. I, I can, and I'm learning to turn it off when I need to and like embrace it when I want to. So, um, yeah. So I'm excited. It was just, it was a cool experience. It's something that if you go into um, a guided journey, have the right intention. Like, be prepared for it. Meditate prior, which is really cool, too, um, before you start. And I think you'll get a lot of out, of out of it. Make sure you're with the right people and the right journeymen. So, Yeah, this was interesting, though, just on that note, because we're being very vague about what it is because we don't really even know what was in plant medicine. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's almost impossible to really prepare for things like this. Yeah. For first-timers. Well, I think it it is, but you can also the here's advice to prepare though. Have an intention. Yeah. So you can do that. Yeah, no, you're right. Have an intention and then meditate a little bit about it. Like just or just think about it. Think about your intention throughout prior, like hours prior. Yeah. And just that I think is is prepared enough. And just accept that wherever your mind takes you is yeah. is okay. Yeah. Even though it it's going to feel horrifying probably for a, at least a big chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Like in my case, had some just, yeah, horrifying moments. But if you accept it as something that you can benefit from, mm-hmm. I've taken a lot from it. So side note, I suppose. Yeah. I, you had a breakthrough. We won't get into that unless you want to, but you did. You had a breakthrough, which I thought was really awesome. Yeah. It's good. I figured out why I was so attached to the past lives and you know it was because of my soul family it's like i felt i've always kind of felt um just lost i guess yeah you i know? see that and so that really helped me so i i appreciate everybody that was there and that experience it was a great experience yeah me too if nothing else there's like deep connections with all these people that i feel like right? have forever it is the most amazing connection and yeah. it's not just because in that moment it's it's last 
yeah. like after, like I look at that person, I just feel so much love for that person. Mm-hmm. Like all those people that were, that were with us. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Like unconditional. Just, right. Everyone's just trying to help each other out in life. So yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Speaking of experiences, <laughs> boy, did we have some this weekend? Sure did. <laughs> Okay, before we get into the haunted cabin, and you heard me right, haunted cabin, I obviously don't wear masks, and we're not going to get too deep into the politics. I know people are just tired of it. I'm tired of it, even, believe it or not. Um, but, you know, here in Utah, they, I think it's been almost 10 days now, they have lifted the mask mandate. Mm-hmm. So what that means is businesses are not required to tell you to put a mask on, right? They don't even have to keep the sign in front of the door, nothing. Yep. It, it's done. No more requirement. No more requirement. Mm-hmm. So I used to shop at Harmon's Grocery Store, which is a lovely gro- grocery store. I used to shop there all the time and I missed it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them one more chance. Cause I remember I went there a while ago and this is when I kind of was just getting out of wearing masks like I still wore them just to like wear them but they're like oh put a mask on I'm like oh they're they're really following the mask rules so I'm not going to go to them anymore I'm not going to give them my business Mm -hmm. and I didn't for like months and months and so just the other day I was getting stuff to go we were going to the cabin for the weekend Mm -hmm. so I was like I need and I was right next to Harmon so I'm like okay I'll just swing in there grab some stuff the mask mandate isn't maybe they're not weird anymore yeah maybe they're not weird anymore so I walk out. I don't even own masks. I haven't. I don't even think I have any more in my car. I've thrown them all out. Like mm-hmm. I just never. I've. I haven't worn a mask in gosh forever. Mm-hmm. And I pull up, pull in the parking lot, and I, as I'm walking in, I see the sign. <laughs> they got a big sign before you even get to the doors that says, "Please wear a mask." That we still require them, even if you are vaccinated, wear a mask. This vaccine sounds so cool. Right? You can still get it. You can still transmit it. You, you can, still have to wear masks. You can shed it. But it's apparently. fun to get because we don't know what will happen. And get two doses. Yeah. <laughs> and probably that. get all of them because there's different brands. Because <laughs> we don't know. Oh, I heard the Johnson & Johnson's really good. Oh, wait. Oh, dang it. You can't get that anymore. They just recently pulled it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too many deaths. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted to get that one before right? they pulled it. I know. There's something about the J's. J and J. And then as soon as you do get it, they're going to be like, ah, shit. The virus has mutated. We need a new one. <laughs> yep. Sorry. It's gotten smarter. It's not even like, here's a vaccine. It works and mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. You can you can go back to normal. You can't. There's like, there's like no benefit. No, there isn't. It's very strange. I go into the store. Oh, shit. Because I'm already there. I'm just going to be like, maybe they just won't say anything. Maybe it's like Smith's you know, prior to right. pulling the mask mandate, they just didn't harass you. So maybe they just told their employees, hey, we'll still keep the sign out to keep, you know, people feeling safe that wear the mask. Fuck all everybody else that, you know, doesn't want to wear a mask. But we'll still, we'll keep those people safe and just won't say anything. So I walk in, I get stopped right away, of course. They have someone at the door. They're paying someone. Oh, she's a, just like a mask guard? No, this like is a different like person. Role? This is a different person. We haven't gotten to Tiffany yet. Okay, but the person... There is a mask person. There's a mask person. Like that's their job. That's their job. Damn. He stands right by the carts and has a little mask with tongs, picks them up with tongs. Good. (laughs) 
and hands you a mask and makes sh- making sure that you're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And I, so I get in there and grab a carton and I hear ma'am. And I, of course I don't turn around. I keep going, ma'am. And it's getting louder. And then he does it one more time, ma'am. <laughs> so finally <laughs> I turn around and I'm like, yes. And he's like, you have to wear a mask. And I said, oh, did you know the mandate is lifted that we don't have to wear masks anymore? Isn't it awesome? He's like, yeah, but Harmon still. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but Harmon still makes you. And I'm like, I'm like, for real? And he's like, yeah, I'm exempt from wearing a mask. So he's like, well, he's like, if you don't want to shop in the store, they can do curb curbside pickup. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Give me a form. I'll fill it out later. But I'm still going to continue my shopping. So he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> so he goes back to his station. I can, I carry on. And, and I actually got stopped by a lady that hugged me for not wearing a mask. Oh. Which I'm like, uh, but you're wearing one. <laughs> So, okay. (laughs) Thank you for doing what I'm scared to do. Right? Is that weird? So weird. I kind of get it. It's cool. Uh, It's still something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I head into the fruit section. That was my first stop. And I started loading my cart. Now I get stopped by another person. Her name is Tiffany. And she runs around to the front of me. It's it's like I'm driving a car and she jumps in front of my car. Like, that's how she did it with my cart. (laughs) like you're not allowed to go anymore yeah you'll fuck with tiffany no tiffany of Harmons. she's got some yeah those see those eyebrows that look scary let's try becca hayes (laughs) so she stops me and then i'm like she's like sorry if you want to continue shopping here you know the whole thing da 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 wear a mask and i said i'm exempt um i have a medical medical condition i can't wear a mask and she's like well i'm sorry that's our rules you're gonna have to leave and I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm curious. So I'm asking questions. I'm keeping my calm. I'm not even raising my voice. And I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to videotape this just so I just want to show people how ridiculous this is. <laughs> and so I pull out my phone and I start, and she's like, you can't videotape in the store. And I was like, okay, well, you're basically discriminating against me for shopping here. And, and she's just like, she's like, I'm going to call the police. It just yeah. jumps to that. Are you freaking kidding me? No, when you started filming, she was flustered. Like, yeah, you can see it in the video, which is probably why you got a lot of haters for it, or a few. But I like, only got two haters. Mm. Everybody else was for it. Yeah, it's in that the point of the video wasn't to hate on Tiffany at all. Yeah, as much as I can't stand her eyebrows, like that was not the point. Yeah, the point was to show other business owners how ridiculous this is. Stop making your employees mass police. They yeah. didn't sign up for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, it's, it's not their job and it really pisses me off. It really pisses me off that. It shouldn't be their job. No. But it is because. It is. They're in these situations that it's like, okay, if I don't like this, then I could quit. Do I think that's a great thing to do is quit your job and work for somebody that appreciates you? Yeah. I say, right. screw it. It's a job. You can get another one. Well, easier on the outside. You don't know that necessarily. Yeah, but for the most part, you should never, I mean, work somewhere you're miserable. Yeah. Or at least at least be in the lookout for another one. Sure, but it can be hard to land a job right now, so I guess I have a little... I know, there's a lot of jobs open. A little sympathy open. there. A little jobs open. Anyways, okay, <laughs> I guess you've got sort <laughs> just, of them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, example, if I was working for Mr. Harmon, I'd be like, you know what, I'll, I'll continue to work here. I'll wear your stupid mask, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I'm not going to be a mask police. I'm not going to say anything. And if I get fired because of that, then you got problems on your hands. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's great. That's how it should be handled. Yeah. This 
video that I took and I posted on my Instagram, Facebook, this video that I took of Tiffany basically saying she's, well, she had her phone out. She dialed the police. She called the police. And I was just like, I'm having a conversation with you. I'm asking questions. All I was doing, asking questions. I wasn't get, I wasn't going to jump on her. I wasn't going to, I wasn't throwing punches. I wasn't raising my voice. I was th- threatening her in no way. Right. There was no threat by me at all. And for her just to feel like I'm going to call the police. First of all, my tax dollars are not going to police just to come here to say, well, you got to leave. You need a mask. Like, are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. Why don't we put the police to like good work and like saving lives and doing things that, you know, they should be doing instead of like worrying about masks. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. No, it's very dumb. <sighs> so that happened. And two people reached out to me and was like, Becca, you're exposing this poor girl you know, giving me the whole guilt trip. And I'm like, I'm sorry. We all make choices. We all make choices. They all have consequences. She's mistreating me. Just because I filmed it and put it for everybody to see, I wanted everybody to see how ridiculous everything is happening right now and how we are being so divided. It is very strange. Like the thought I had the other day where I was like, if you could go back two years and imagine someone showed you the future and it was like, you're getting the police called on you because you will refuse to cover your face in Harmons. Right? I, w- I would be laughing. Yeah. I'd be like, no way in hell this is America. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> Afghanistan Harmons, you mean. Yeah. And I'm like, no way. I'm not I'm not covering this beautiful face. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there it is. What? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. So I left. Mm-hmm. Went to Macy's, got our food, and then it was cabin time cabin time this cabin (laughs) is this tiny little cabin built in what 1925 there's a picture of it in 1925 i don't think it was built that year oh so it's probably way older do you think it it was in the 1800s i don't know it looked like 1800s it's pretty old it's a really old cabin yeah this is up uh like sundance area what's the size it was probably like 10 feet by 15 feet yeah it's a small cabin it had one room well, a bedroom and then like a living area yeah. with a little fireplace. Yeah, there's like a porta potty. Yeah, by there, the parking spot. There's no plumbing. That you walk down to. Mm-hmm. But it's cute. It was really cute and it looked cozy. The pictures look cozy. Mm-hmm. Had a little stream next to it, and you know, obviously, Jake and I have never actually been alone really together. We've never been alone together. Well, I mean, in a sense, we like we haven't gone on like getaways, but we've never done any getaway. Yeah, we've never. Love in the times of COVID. That too, yeah. yeah. Well, just we've never really done anything with just you and I more than like a day. Yeah. It's either you've worked all day, then you come home, and then we like hang out for a little bit and then go to bed because we're so freaking tired. Right. So it was a nice little like trip, like getaway. Mm-hmm. So we get there, and the first night was fine. I feel like, I think because we were both so tired right. from just that day, and I was exhausted because... I was, you know, getting harassed and getting the police called on me. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little drained. I'll take a lot out of you. Yeah, I was a little drained. And so we went to bed, you know, we hung out for a little bit, snuggled, kissed, did other things, and then went to sleep. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next day, during the day. Sorry, I'm letting you drive this whole this whole story. I want to hear I know. your side. Okay, so then the next day, we're hanging out in the cabin. And I just kept getting this really weird vibe. Mm-hmm. 
all day. It was like, and it, my chest just felt heavy. Yeah, I have to add that, like, her talking about her past lives and stuff, my first thought is always psychology and, ah, oh, this sounds like projection. And I don't believe in almost anything. Mm-hmm. I felt the same, just weird, shitty feeling all day. Yeah, all day. Mm-hmm. It just and it, I kept trying to like assign it different reasons why I'm feeling this pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. And you and I, it was weird. We were almost both trying to pretend it was okay to each other. Yeah. So we weren't triggering the other one. Yeah. We're like, oh, I'm great. We're having fun at this cabin. <laughs> I'm having a great time. We're both feeling like garbage inside. Yeah, it was anyway. it was really weird. I just felt like just my chest was heavy, and um, I just I didn't feel I didn't I couldn't shake it. Yeah, exactly. And and I I mean I just recently told you this actually, what twenty minutes prior to podcasting, and we didn't really go into it too deep, but. Um, there was a moment where I spilt a little bit of the lighter, lighter fluid in the cabin. It was just like a couple drops mm-hmm. and it wasn't hurting anything. And I was like laughing about it and like, Oh, I've spilt it, you know, stupid me. Mm-hmm. And after that happened, I looked over to my left and there was a couple purple chairs and the far left purple chair next to the door. I just, I, I felt something like really heavy Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I look over there and I just see this like black entity or this black energy. Just like, it's like it was sitting in that chair. Mm. And then like, again, I mean, this is could be just me going crazy, but um, I saw it and then I just felt like a, a having a conversation with it. It was really weird. It was like, um, it was like the guardian of this cabin. And he, he, I call it he, it seemed like a masculine energy. Mm-hmm. He was mad that I spilt the, the fluid. <laughs> it was like, respect the house. Which he sounds like an idiot to me because it was an accident. And I don't, I don't see that that was disrespectful. But yeah. But he was just like, you know. Calm down, entity. And I swear I had like this whole conversation with him. Like he was pissed at first, but then it was like, it turned okay. Like I felt fine now. Hmm. And it started to dissipate. Yeah, that's cool. So the actual, like the black fog or whatever you, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I remember seeing something like that when I was seven or eight years old. So that's what I associate it with. Um, so it was this exact same. It was just like black, fl- like fog. And I did feel heavy, like that heavy feeling on my chest when I was six or seven, eight years old. But that's a whole nother experience in itself. But so I kind of associate with that with that. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, it dissipated, but it was like, I could still hear him talking to me. Right. Like I, it, it was super weird. And then it was like, I haven't <laughs> really sound crazy. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> kind of having a conversation with him. And, uh, he hasn't apparently was so excited to actually connect with someone because he's been there for so long. And, <laughs> and he was just like, so happy that I was so sensitive to energies that I could like actually talk. And then it was like, he was just laughing and making jokes. It was really weird. His name's Chuck, by the way. Okay. Didn't tell me any of this. <laughs> this, is, this is well, all new. <laughs> the hell's I, going on I here. Was, <laughs> I was waiting to podcast with well, you. Well, well, well. Okay. There, there you go. Like I'm, I'm, it's the more, <laughs> the more I met. I meditate every day and like the more I meditate and really like tune in, it's like it gets stronger and stronger. It's really weird. But yeah, 
all 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 good. I don't do anything like weird or evil. Just FYI. Mm. So it's all out of the light of Christ and mm. good stuff. But not to. I mean, energy's everywhere. You're the only person I've ever known that sages all the time mm-hmm. to like cleanse bad energy. I'm just yeah. making this connection right now. It seems like all the people who do sage to cleanse bad energy are the ones who always talk about seeing bad energies. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Could it be backwards? No. Could the sage be attracting the bad energy? <laughs> no, it's I. I don't. Are we was, sure? Okay, that was the first time. Mm, probably the second time since I was seven or eight years old when I saw that. Did you have sage? No, I didn't back then. Mm. I was praying. <laughs> I had the church back then. Yeah. No, mm. oh, I was uh, I was a little girl and I was staying the night at my friend's house and um, I was alone in her room and then all of a sudden like, and there was a, I wasn't asleep yet. Oh, I guess I could just tell the story. I wasn't asleep yet. I was laying in her bed and she had, she lived in an apartment and there was a light that shined through the apartment window. So it wasn't like fully dark yep. in the room. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was able to see what I saw. And so I was laying in the bed and I was like just trying to like like doze off, close my eyes. And then I would kind of like open them. And then all of a sudden I just felt this like terror come over me. Just yeah. like just really scared. Mm-hmm. And I felt my ch- like just heaviness on my chest and I couldn't move. I couldn't move at all. I couldn't even talk. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I just said a prayer in my heart and, you know, for good. And, you know, I think, I don't even remember what we used to say back then when the church taught us, but in, in Jesus's name, like be gone or something like that. And it just went away. But I remember opening my eyes and I just saw this cloud of darkness over me. And I was able to see it because the room was lit up from the, mm. the outside light shining in. And so since then, I've always slept with a light on. That's why I like I have the rock lamp. Even still to this still. day, that's why. <laughs> Is I, I swear every child has this experience at least once. You think so? Did you have yeah. an experience like this? Yeah, of course. But it's like you're a child. Then you're like, oh. I've- no, 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 no. Don't disregard it because you're a child. I have and I will. Okay, how old were you? Which time? Okay, how old were you? My friends and I used to have sleepovers and just scare the shit out of each other the whole time. Okay, that's so and then di- we're seeing dark entities all over the place. No, 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 no. That's different than actually seeing it over you, feeling the heaviness, feeling scared, and can't talk or move. That's part of the terror, though, is it not? No, no, it's not. Okay. It's not. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden I said the prayer, and then it went away, and I was able to talk and get up. Yeah. Okay, so what do you... I've had this. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, that to me, this is how I interpret that. Okay. It's, it's a, a, a demon or like some spirit messing with you that wants to be human in that moment or wants to like, see what's up. Like how I want to be human. And I think it's trying to take your body over, but you know, obviously if you're for the most part, a good person and you don't allow that in your life, it's not going to take your body over. I don't think this is just me trying to figure things out, but Noted. if you allow it and if you're, if you're looking for that kind of energy, that black, dark energy, then it's going to happen. Right. So don't everybody listening to this, don't mess with Ouija boards and shit like that. You don't want to bring bad juju yeah. in your life. Yeah. And that, so you do not let the demon penetrate. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you're so bad. I, I won't diminish your experience. Cause like, I don't know. Just like, 
it's different than just being though, kids. I feel like I've had the same thing. So. Yeah, a lot of people have actually experienced it. Yeah. It seems like just different labels of a mm -hmm. similar experience to me, mm -hmm. but I'll never know. So. No, I've been scared. I've been, I've, you know, I've had friends over and we scare the shit out of each other or we start seeing things and block little things. It's different when you actually see this energy. It's, it's, I can't explain it. It's like you see through it, but you don't. It's like cloudiness. It's yeah. not like a shadow. Yeah. It's different. Mm -hmm. And so ever since then, um, I've always just, yeah, I don't like the dark. Yeah. All right. There we go. So you felt that at a at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I can't deny, like, I felt just crazy pit in my stomach the whole yeah. time, too. So. We both couldn't shake it. And so, and then we were, like, snuggling, looking out the window, trying to enjoy the outside. It's just beautiful. There's a river. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, silent. It's, it's still cold, so we didn't really, and Jake forgot his, his hiking boots. <laughs> did, did I need my hiking boots? <laughs> well, we could have went for a walk in the snow. There was a bridge. We did. Not really. We went down. <laughs> my shoes were fine. I don't know why you're bringing my shoes into this. Well, I just figured we'd go further if you had the correct shoes. Uh, That's okay. It's all right. I'm not blaming you. Okay. kind of am, but I'm not. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we were, uh, the reason why we stayed in the cabin so long is because it was cold and it was snowing and, mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, we just, we both felt it and then finally I was like, hey, you want to go home? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember it was yeah. like we still had half the day left yeah and we didn't have to check out until like noon the next day no i like i like got choked up i was like teary almost when you said it because i was thinking the same thing but didn't want to say it yeah i mm -hmm. mean this was you treating me to this two nights in this cabin so i don't like yeah kind of feel shitty want to mm -hmm. go home yeah <laughs> yeah and the minute we started leaving we f i felt better full full acknowledgement that it was weird mm-hmm so we'll roll with your story. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was creepy. We both felt that like, it, oh, do you remember when I, cause I saged it. I saged the cabin when we first Here got, we go. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> it's proving it. I've got no. a theory. This, uh, this is happening. No. Okay. So I saged when we first got there just because, you know, it's a new, it's, I mean, for, it's an old cabin. So it's been around forever. It's got, probably has so much energy, like mm -hmm. different types of energies. Uh, so I saged and then like that next day when we were like not feeling so well, like mm -hmm. we just fell off and like uneasy and heavy on our, you know, heaviness on our chest. I got the sage out. Do you remember what the sage looked like when I was burning? The smoke? Yeah. Do you remember the smoke? Yeah, it was very weird. What? Describe it. It was very, very slow. And then it just like sat there like it, it just sat. It wouldn't rise anymore and mm -mm. just seemed like it was frozen. And it was like. Five, ten minutes? Yeah. Sitting mid-room. It was dense. It was really weird. And I, the minute I saw that, I was like, okay, there's really heavy energy here. And like I'm used to you saging now. I see you sage every day. Yeah. And we'll sit and watch smoke. So this one was different. It was very weird. Mm -hmm. Really slow smoke. And then it just sat. Just you, sat you just could see the smoke just sitting in like, not rising, but just sitting right there. So freaking creepy. Yeah. I don't know if it's creepy, but I'm uh, it's creepy. strange. <laughs> I'm going to call it creepy. All right. <laughs> I think I'm on to something with this sage and the demons. Mm. We should have a, a poll. Have you seen or felt a demon? Yes, no. Do you often 
use sage. Declare the energy. Mm-hmm. Or Pelisanto. Pelisanto does the same thing as sage. I bet the demons seeing people are using sage a lot. Oh my, yeah, because we're sensitive, so we want to make sure. I hope you know we were protected, though. I felt like you know nothing tried to overcome our body, so that's good, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, sage. Not letting them penetrate this. <laughs> Listen, I don't want them penetrating my body. And you said they can't if I won't let them. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You're in control. Yeah. Exactly. Remember that? You're in control. Mm-hmm. What should I say to <laughs> <laughs> No. No. Bad demon. Bad. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you have a ghost story or a something creepy experience, I love this shit. I eat this shit right up. I like, I want to know. Message me at Oh gosh, that's gonna send no. you into a whole new spiral. I wanna know. Yeah, and then <laughs> you're gonna start seeing the same shit. Here we message go. Message me at Becca Only Hayes. positive stories. No. Only positive ones. Okay. Message me at Becca Hayes Media Group at gmail.com. That's Becca Hayes Media Group at gmail.com. Tell me your ghost story and give me your contact information because I might contact you and talk to you about it. And maybe we can have you on the podcast. And I'd do love you it. or do you not use Sage? Oh, yeah, we got to talk about the sage thing. Around Tell me. this time that you experienced said ghost story. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say, Jacob? No. Okay. <laughs>